0: And now, Chewing
1: the Fat with Jeff Fisher. I can't believe I missed it, but yesterday was 12-2-2021, and incredibly, I found out about, I don't know, at the end of yesterday, it was the end of yesterday, because those of you listening live today, it is 12-3-2021, so it doesn't mean anything now, but at being 12 to 2021 when you have you know the digital numbers one two zero two two zero two one yesterday was a palindrome and an ambigram which means you can read it backwards and forwards and upside down huh now if you'd have known that yesterday, now how smart would you have been
2: amorphophallus
1: exactly welcome to chewing the fat welcome to fat pile friday on chewing the fat remember a while ago i talked to you about uh the city of mustang texas going up for sale maybe i feel like we talked about it anyway because i i really thought about you know hey it'd be a be a good deal i'd love to buy a town (laughs) well it's not for sale anymore i know i'm bummed 77 acres comprise the town of mustang it's uh just a little bit south of dallas just a little bit south of that dfw area out there on 45 and uh it has a, a strip club and it has a volunteer fire department oh i'm sorry it has a building for a volunteer fire department and a trailer park in the town with at last count about 20 people i do remember saying that i wanted to buy this town because of the strip club i mean hello so uh it's it's now sold though darn it shoot mark cuban uh the owner of the dallas mavericks purchased the town I went on the market for four million back in 2017 the last time that someone looked at the price of it was about two million so i don't know what mark dumped on the dump but uh it's his now he said that (laughs) Uh, i don't know that he bought it specifically for whispers the strip club but I guess that it, actually it's been closed now for a while because I guess there was some sort of killing there. I mean, when somebody dies and you got to close the place up. All right, let's open this thing back up. Anyway, uh, he bought it and he said, uh, yeah, a friend of mine needed to get out from under. So I bought it for, for him. Oh. Um, dear Mark Cuban, I need to get out from under. Please buy... Me love Jeff. <laughs> so anyway, if you were thinking about getting the uh, getting the town of Mustang, Texas too late, uh, it's already sold, and Mark has it. so, eh, what are you going to do? Oh, did you see also, oh my gosh, the U.S Army and the FAA are now investigating a military flyover of an NFL game that happened, I don't know, at least a month ago. It was the Titans-New Orleans Saints game, and these helicopters, the 101st Airborne Division, uh, flew over the stadium. Oh, no, no. You guys looked like you were too low. You were too close to that stadium. Now, I re—I actually do remember the time that I watched the video of this, and I don't remember. so. It had to- I mean, it was a while ago. And I do remember... In my head, thinking, wow, that's great. Because I mean, I've been to a lot of sporting events and a lot, I've seen a lot of flyovers and they're cool. And especially, you know, in Tampa, uh, you know, I mean, McDill Air Force is based. Anytime they fire up a jet engine, it's a flyover. But then uh, they're really cool to see. But they don't necessarily, they're still, I don't know, up in the air. <laughs> <laughs> you have to actually you know crank your neck to watch the flyover as they're coming from the you know from the west end of the stadium and then shoot back over these anyway uh but i was watching the helicopters they are they look really low man i mean i bet you the fans once this investigation gets underway and we start talking to fans i bet you they felt them now that would be cool but that's not cool to the military or the FAA. <laughs> we're not going to. Uh, we're not going to comment on this. Uh, the pending investigation is going on. We're conducting an inquiry. Okay. Uh, we know that uh, that they fly over the stadiums all the time. The pictures we've seen appears to show them flying as low as the top of the upper deck. I mean. So the angles of pictures could be off a little, right? But they're not supposed to be that close. All right, the FAA regulations, which I am, I mean, so knowledgeable of, they are uh, aircraft over congested areas must operate at least 1,000 feet above the highest obstacle with a horizontal radius of 2,000 feet. Helicopters according to the FAA may operate at less than those minimums provided that crews comply with any routing or altitudes ordered by the FAA, which they probably didn't do. So yeah, we're doing a flyover or just go ahead and drop it down. Let's make the fans feel us today. Guaranteed. That's what happened. So, I mean, what happens to them in today's world i mean probably they probably get kicked out of the military it's okay that we've you know let soldiers die in afghanistan and we pulled everything out and gave all our equipment to the afghanis to the taliban the all new improved taliban but heaven forbid you fly a helicopter too close to the top of a stadium so i'm sure something bad will happen i'd like just you know hey it's a quick hand slap and say get out of here what are you doing don't be doing that anymore you know better than that because there are times i went to a i don't know if i should tell the story uh, there was a funeral of a friend of ours who was a navy pilot and he worked for uh, american airlines and he was a friend of ours and he was i mean he was a good man it's very sad to see him pass away and he, I, he's not part of who died today okay because i'm not going to tell you his name but when the day of his funeral they wanted to have a flyover i mean he was a military pilot and he was a pilot for american airlines and they wanted to have the military jets fly over his burial site when he was being buried at the graveside and uh they didn't have enough time to get the okay so the pilots were on a training mission that day and diverted their training mission to do a flyover for the funeral awesome so i don't know you know maybe the same thing happens to these the helicopter pilots you know it's like you guys know better you shouldn't be doing that anymore now get out of here that's all i know all right i can't stop thinking about the the pilots uh, flying that low to the stadium you know it is such a cool thing to see and we go, I've been to all those air shows and, uh, you know, looked at them, watched them fly over. My wife, a frame life photography, Amber, she's taken all these pictures of the Thunderbirds and the Blue Angels. And we've been right on board. In fact, like I, at one point, I was going to, I never have been on the flying, you know, flown with one of the Blue Angels. And I've wanted to really bad. However, they do have a, a fat guy seating issue. On uh, the blue and the blue angels so i mean i could get close but you can't get in so i was saying it's like the guy from the I mean, i've told you the it was the uh the pizza place uh who does the the old school planes for the parades and stuff yeah red baron okay so they, they've got the, the old airplane and stuff and we we Stu and i actually were, went for a ride on those oh, this was a long time ago this was in tampa so Stu and i and I've, i don't know i've i know i've told the story before i don't know that i remember when i've told it on this show but uh we were we were walking up to the red baron planes and the guy that was piloting the plane i was on was standing leaning up against the plane with his arms crossed and he looked at me and he goes we're not doing any flips <laughs> <laughs> and we did it uh, we went up and we came back down you fly around a little bit and you came back down yeah Stu was actually, Stu did some flips and uh, he was not uh, not a well camper on the drive away from the airport <laughs> the flips upset the old Stu Breguier stomach uh, I don't know that he remembers that but I do I just but I also remember that my heart was broken and I should sue those bastards for something we're not doing any flips. Well, why? Why is that? I don't know, fat man. <laughs> but that seems to be an issue with the Blue Angels as well. Uh, hey, we're giving rides out. Ooh, yeah. No, not you. Now, obviously, this was before, uh, you know, the times that we're living in now. Because now, you, according to the American Medical Association, you're not supposed to use the terms handicapped racial groups morbidly obese I'm good I'm good if they can't say it I ain't it you can quote me on that if you can't say it I ain't it (laughs) so there's new guidelines from the American Medical Association and the Association of American Medical Colleges and they've published their language guide It tells readers to no longer use the words handicapped, homeless, morbidly obese. Rather, uh, the document Advancing Health Equity, a guide to language, narrative, and concepts, stipulates that these terms should be referred to as people who are experiencing condition or disability type. (laughs) What? Stop it i mean we're the word we're, we're really i mean we didn't we just have this conversation over the r word and the c don't don't roll your eyes and, oh no he's not gonna say f- hearted is he yeah oh no oh no no oh, no you can't say that the cdc suggests replacing smokers with people who smoke so you can't say smokers, smokers is derogatory. You smokers. <coughs> you have no idea how, you know, that should make people not want to smoke. If I say you smokers. <coughs> and you think, man, people will not want to smoke. Wanna bet? <laughs> <laughs> Well, there's been a couple times this week, man. I just had to kind of divert down the I want a cigarette road for a second. But a couple times this week, man. I could have fired one of those bad boys up in a heartbeat. <coughs> the AMA's guide is directed at medical and health care workers, a, a field undergoing politically correct reconstructive surgery. Oh, isn't that special? That's a good way to look at it. They're undergoing politically correct reconstructive surgery. Bend over. The dominant narratives, according to the AMA president, Gerald E. Harmon, M.D., is that uh, American medicine and society reflect the values and interests of the historically more privileged socioeconomic groups white heterosexual able-bodied cisgendered male wealthy english-speaking
2: christian
1: u.s born um that's because that's who built the country oh wait i'm not supposed to say that oh my gosh (laughs) what are you jeff (laughs) tarded oh no oh no gosh darn it I better go to the break room before I get myself a try You know cuz okay, so we got these people where I can't say that. I can't I can't call people morbidly obese. Course, it, Pat, look. Right. Hey fatty, is that okay? Hey fatso. You know who Don't even get me started on being the Now I won't go. Ahead. I just I just know that there's been no one. I promise. I promise you. There's been no one. Called morbidly obese more than me, <laughs> uh, specifically at this network. But I digress. Yeah, we're not we're not doing any flips. Anyway, a professor at uh, Fordham University was fired. This is where we're at now, for confusing the names of two black students after one arrived to his class late. So this teacher. Taught a composition class at Fordham until he was suspended. Huh. And then he got the boot, too. So he accidentally called the student the wrong name. Unbelievable. Okay, so two days later, after this happened, uh, who, by the way, the university professor uh, did not have uh, tenure at the university. Huh, Weird. So he was placed on administrative leave, and then a month later he was fired. Oh, okay. They uh, The number of students in his class, including the name of the mix-up, does it say how many people were in his class, the number of students in his class? Cause, I mean, I just got to remember everybody's name. I don't know. He's, I know he's an at-will employee. I got it, so... They misnamed them because their race. This is what they claim and raised the issue who sent an email to the entire class apologizing for the mix up. Okay, so they blamed him for for misnaming him. Oh I, I guess why? Because all black people look the same, is that what they're trying to say? How about he just didn't remember his name? But he apologized to the whole class for the mix up, which I don't know that I would have done that. Um you're the teacher, you, you know, he's in the class, sorry, uh, didn't mean it. <laughs> oh, that's right, you're John, not Bill, Wh- whatever your name is. But thank goodness, now, Fordham University is better for it, and he's been fired. So, I mean, he's a prime example. I don't know if this professor, Christopher Trogan... I gotta look it up right now. Christopher Togan, I wanna know if he is part of what the American Medical Association believe is the problem with this country. <laughs> hey, yep, of course he is <laughs> amazing. He is part of the more privileged socioeconomic groups that are white, heterosexual, able-bodied oh i don't know that he's cisgendered male wealthy english-speaking christian i don't know that he's christian u.s born so he's a lot of those there's a couple of them in there he might not be i don't know chris we'll have to find out but he got the boot for misnaming a student let's go to the break room i need something cold to drink (laughs) Seriously, I've I've been wanting to smoke and drink this week. So we might as well drink, right? (sighs) Mm,
0: That's
1: not what I was thinking of, but it's darn good. All right, so what makes uh, OnlyFans great or, you know, good or terrible? whatever way you look at it you know if it's behind the paywall what makes OnlyFans great behind the paywall is that you get to do whatever you want to do and the other thing that makes it great is that sometimes you do things that you maybe wouldn't shouldn't ought to do but because uh, you got the OnlyFans and you got to create content you want to do things so a man and woman in the great state of florida call county florida uh with suspended license were hauled off to jail and they were in the back of the cop car and while in the back of the car the guy said uh, baby we should record an only fans video back here and uh, what if i do this to you <coughs> Yeah, Before the music started She asked the trooper Hey What if I do this to you, <laughs> you And apparently When she asked the trooper If she could do this uh, Now she wasn't asking To do it to the trooper So don't kid yourself They're in the back There's a wall there. She was asking to If she could do that To her boyfriend In the backseat all right she was saying you know she wanted to well she wanted to put something in her mouth while they were in the back of the trooper's car the trooper said I told her that she could not do that all right and just for her to again make sure she double checked are you sure can I do that back here she wanted to you know she wanted to she wanted to put something in her mouth now after the officer said no he left them alone in the back of the car isn't that the officer saying go ahead i mean in my mind in my only fans mind if he told me no and then we stop and he gets out of the car and leaves us back there I, that means that uh, he was wanting us to go ahead and take care of business I mean he wanted the oh yeah so they have okay you know that so they they reviewed the prisoner video footage in the back of the car but shortly after he closed the door homeboy takes his thing out oh yeah And uh, the female went ahead and put it in her mouth. Ah, ah, ah. Okay, 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 okay. (laughs) So on the video, and I guess I don't don't know that... uh, Does it say that it made it to their OnlyFans? I don't know that it made it to the page. Very sad, okay. Because during the video from the police department, from the back of the car... You can hear them saying F50.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
1: so he's on the phone. Oh, yeah. Okay. So he's filming on his phone and he's yelling, Can y'all hear me? She's doing this in the back of my state trooper. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I guess maybe it was deleted after the phone was very soon. There's no FaceTime in front of I just Oh, and then after it was all said and done, the girl calls her friend and says, Hey, I just did this, I put this in my mouth in the back of the cop car. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know if um what is their names? Jordan Noah and the Summer Watkins has their only Fans page up with this footage but it's possible it's possible now um, Watkins is charged with lewd and lascivious behavior and breach of the peace now NAO was charged with possession of a controlled substance possession of marijuana breach of the peace indecent exposure of a sexual organ and lewd and lascivious behavior Wow. sad i mean this after the trooper actually was being nice so he pulls him over and they have ex- uh, their driver's license has been suspended all right so and he's being nice we, we talked about their driver's license being suspended early but the reason they know is because he pulled him over now he wasn't going to arrest him he says come on i'll give you a ride to the next stop and you can find your own way home and you know you can pay for a, a tow truck or whatever have somebody come and get your car okay cool but that's when they decided, hey, why don't I put something in my mouth in the back of this cop car? I mean, that's good content thinking on behalf of OnlyFans, really? Say, I mean, if you're trying to create content, I mean, everybody's putting content out there. You've got to separate yourself from the crowd, clearly. And that's what they were trying to do. But now you've pissed off the cop. All right, so now that's when they went back and searched the car and and they found that some marijuana and some codeine, and now they're you know now they're out on bond, and they've got their charges against them. So I mean, while I mean I if I'm them, a I'm posting the video. There's no question behind the paywall. Yes, come and see it. Second, uh, I'm questioning why the police officer. Knowing that I had already asked If I could put something in my mouth back here Would leave me alone in the back of the car Or leave us alone in the back of the car Uh, That's almost like a, a saying Go ahead, get it done before I get back But that's just me And have we gotten uh, actual confirmation from Stanford University yet? The administrators sent an urgent email to university staff and students reassuring them that two ropes found on a tree that resembled nooses would be thoroughly investigated since nooses are a potent symbol of anti-black racism. So, the administrators also added that they didn't know if the ropes, which were estimated to have been there for about two years, uh, were actually nooses or part of an abandoned swing rope ladder that was there a couple of years ago. So, we don't know. I just want to know if the investigation has been done out in Stanford. And we're going to find out exactly what the heck is going on around here. Because, because... We don't want any ropes hanging from a tree. It does seem strange that there were, you know, they would have a rope ladder on a tree even a couple of years ago and not ultimately take it all down when they were through with it, right? I mean, you'd even think the, you know, the Bush guy, Jose or, you know, the guy that trims the hedges, whoever's trimming the hedges at Stanford, bill we call him bill we call him fred fred the bush guy and stanford trimming the hedges wouldn't you know hey isn't that where the rope ladder used to be all those ropes hanging down there we probably should take those off the tree huh what do you say i mean anyway if they haven't figured it out yet we haven't heard from stanford yet okay all right good, good 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 <laughs>
0: And use code TEXAS for $30 off an annual subscription to Blaze TV.
1: So we know it's official now. We know that Lauren Sanchez, you know, Bezos' babe, uh, we know that it was her brother who sold pictures of them and was the one that broke their their affair. I mean, it was, you know, would the Bezos divorce have actually happened? Of course i mean jeff is flying around in a helicopter with lauren you know for extended lunch hours and uh taking care of a little sanchez business uh while the wife was off doing whatever philanthropic thing she was doing taking and taking care of the kids (laughs) Oh, really i'm working on a new app for the streaming service honey Her name is Lauren. Anyway, the, uh, but it was her brother, Michael Sanchez, and uh, she, uh, I mean, he was paid $200,000. Oh, okay, a couple hundred grand. You'd think, I mean, for 200 grand, I mean, yes, we could all use an extra 200,000, no question. Uh, No question. And, I mean, if my sister was, you know, up in the Helicopter High Club with Bezos. And they say, hey, you know, got some pictures of your sis for 200000 Yeah, okay. But wouldn't you, don't you go to Jeff and say, hey, Jeff, these guys. Look, I just want to talk to you in private, okay? Let me take you out to the front lawn here. And you and I just walk around a little bit. I want to talk to you. Um Look, we all know what you're doing, Lauren. Okay, it's okay. I'm okay with you doing, Lauren. It's fine. And you're married. I don't care. But uh, the, uh, you know, the the mags, the National Enquirers, the TMZers, they all want uh, some squeaky info on you. And they offered me like 200 grand to give them some dirt. So... Look, this isn't blackmail. I mean, blackmail is a dirty word. But I need the money. So, I mean, if you want me to be quiet, I mean, I'm willing to take a little money from you to shut up. (laughs) Otherwise, I got to give the snapshots to the public. I've got texts and imaging. You know, i just got stuff that would show that you're cheating. and Yeah, your wife would probably get mad. Yeah, it's going to cost you a few billion. I think mean, it's 35 or 40. But, uh, which, by the way, didn't. He spits on 35 billion now. Um, well, Don't you do that? Don't you go to Jeff first? to play? You got to play the other side of the fence. You have to. What's the worst that could happen? Jeff has you killed? That's it? Oh, yeah, no problem. Lauren takes you up in a helicopter and pusses you off? That's it, though. What's the worst that could happen? All right. For those of you that would like to give me, you know, blackmail lessons, you can email me chewing the fat at You can direct message me on Twitter at JeffyJFR, or you can message me on Instagram or Facebook, both Jeff Fisher Radio. Thank you uh, for coming along for the ride today. Those of you listening live today is the third of December, twenty twenty one. Wow. I mean, it is. It's almost Christmas. Yay! I mean, I could play some Christmas music. Well, you know what I was thinking about is I picked a oh, it did Ange, Angela and and Ange, An, whatever her name is Merkel from Germany. Amorphophallus. Uh, no, <laughs> and that's her name, Amorphophallus Merkel. Okay, how do you pronounce it again?
2: Fallon Yeah,
1: she's in charge of Germany for a while until she, you know, until they find somebody to replace her. But yesterday, I played some songs that you know maybe she should have picked because she picked the uh, what's her face Nina Hagen the punk rock song, and I picked a couple of songs that I would have chosen if I were her. But the best one, really, is one that she should have played, or at least we should be playing for her. I'll tell you that. No. Now, this is one of them.
2: Uh,
1: I mean, y- yes. <laughs> sure. Okay. There's never a bad time for the music, man. I mean, that's clear. I mean, that, that's definitely clear and and, and obvious. <laughs> we really they should be. We've got trouble right here in River City, and then they could change it to right here in Germany. Capital G, and that stands for
2: Amorphophallus,
1: and <laughs> we said you've got to go. But the song that I was really thinking—I <laughs> forgot—I I sent in the Music Man stuff too. It's awesome. The uh the real song though that we would that should have been played, and and really would have been a big part of the celebration for the going away party for. Angela Merkel.
2: So long, farewell, I'll be just saying good night. I hate to go and leave this pretty side.
1: Oh, yeah, come on! Now it's a party!
2: So long, farewell, I'll be just saying adieu. Adieu, adieu to you and you and you.
1: Right! And then, when you get right about to hear, the party's widening down, everybody's drunk.
2: So long, farewell,
1: oh, what I'll be the same. And then, good night, Angela. Take care. That was just a joke. I don't really, we don't do gunshots to world leaders, okay? It was just a joke. <laughs> and you're giving the gunshot to the song, not the world leader, okay? Just so I have to explain it to you, okay? So like you heard the song
3: So long farewell I'll be just saying goodnight
1: And then that happened that horrible gunshot And i mean, speaking of gunshots We have got to get to Alec Baldwin Oh my gosh just an incredible interview with George Stephanopoulos what is, what is his name Stephanopoulos what is it
2: Amorphophallus Yeah
1: George Amorphophallus his interview with Alec Baldwin. Last night. Oh, come on now. No, no, honey. That's it's too soon. Okay, so yesterday, we talked about the Alec Baldwin interview coming up on ABC. Now, I, I feel like I talked about it coming up next week, but the 2020 special is next week. And the Alec Baldwin uh, interview... Would you stop with that? Is that like the rule? I say his name and the gunshot goes off? Oh, my gosh. Is that a... Can we revisit that rule or that law? No? all right well i mean the story's probably gonna go away right nothing happening anymore with the story at all so anyway the interview was last night with george stuff uh amorphophallus yeah and it was his production company too that put it out fascinating so george is double dipping on that stuff man good for him anyway uh he talked to alec about i didn't say this full name it's alec baldwin the the rule is what i say is full name It doesn't count if I say Alec. Don't you do it. That's when I say his full name. So the director of the photography we know was killed and the film's director was injured. And we played the clip yesterday where Mr. Baldwin said uh, that he didn't pull the trigger, right? So the interview was fascinating to me. I, I don't know why he would do it. First of all, unless it's there's got to be a plan somewhere. It's got to be. I mean, I'm sure someone will say it's so that he can taint the jury pool if it goes to court. Um, okay. All right. Fine. Um, I, I don't know. I want to believe him. I like. I love Alex's work. I do enjoy a lot of his work. But you know, I'm not a fan of him necessarily. But I enjoy his work. So when he's telling me his story and he's looking like he feels bad and life is terrible, I don't know whether I should believe it's real-life emotion whether it's acting emotion. Okay. Because he doesn't seem like the real person in real life that would have those emotions. But if you're Alec Baldwin... (laughs) You would say, I do have those emotions, damn it, I'm me. So, I get it. So, we'll start off with his uh, his interview with Amorphophallus, with George Stephanopoulos. And he the first one is, he talks about the particulars of the case
2: the particulars of what i know happened. i just said that the particulars most important, i just said a, that why do you keep repeating me ammunition ended up on this property that's
1: a good question that Was is it the question supposed to be on the property okay stop it that is his the main tro- question by the way mr baldwin continues to focus on where the where it came from where the where the bullet live rounds came from and who put it there because if he diverts from the actual shooting uh, then he's not innocent. We'll get to that. I'm sorry. Go ahead, Alec Baldwin.
2: It wasn't supposed to be on the property. It wasn't supposed to be on the yeah, truck. Yeah, we know that. It wasn't supposed to be in the kit. Yeah, it wasn't supposed know. to be in somebody's fanny pack. We got live it. round. It's not supposed to be anywhere near the set.
1: How did a real bullet get on no, that oh, set? No, that,
2: that, what I'm saying is that's a criminal investigation
1: That's the Alec. He flipped back into himself there for a second. It's like he doesn't care about that's, that's what I like about him. I would love to sit down with Alec Baldwin, man. We have got to revisit this rule.
2: Go ahead. Yeah, I have no idea. I take that back. I have some ideas, but that's not for me to that's say. For, oh, I've no. spoken to the sheriff's department multiple times. I don't have anything to hide. You know what I mean? The facts as I see them are what I've stated on the record. You're not worried about being charged. I don't. I've been told by people who are in the know, even in inside the state, that it's highly unlikely I would be charged with anything criminal.
1: Criminally, anything criminally, because the civil suits are coming, and that's another thing in this interview. He was pissed that that there's two criminal suits that have been filed. One by the, uh, I think the lighting guy, and the other was I don't know who she was, but she's got she's got Gloria Allred as her attorney. And I heard Gloria in an interview talking about some of the things that happened on the movie set that wasn't supposed to happen. And and interestingly enough, Alec Baldwin didn't... (laughs) Mr. Baldwin didn't mention that during his interview with Georgia Amorphophallus. So then he goes on. Let's talk about the aftermath, though, and what actually happened. And I love... I mean, his... His description of what happened and not pulling the trigger, oh, let him do Everyone is
2: horrified. They're shocked. Uh, it's loud. They don't have their earplugs in. No one was, the gun was supposed to be empty. I was told I was handed an empty gun. If there were cosmetic rounds, nothing with a charge at all, a flash round, nothing. She goes down. I thought to myself. Is she having a seizure? Did she faint? Oh, yeah. Face. The notion that there was a live round in that gun
1: did not dawn on me until probably to
2: 45 it. minutes to an hour later. 45 okay, minutes stop. to an hour.
1: Even Amorphophallus is like, wait, what? 45 minutes to an hour? What are you, stupid? Go ahead. Well, she's laying there and I go, a more did a she get my wadding? That, Was there a,
2: a blank, sometimes those blank rounds have a wadding inside that packs, it's like, like a cloth that packs the gunpowder. And sometimes wadding comes out and can hit people. You right. can feel
1: you like can, a little bit of you a You write your own jokes the watch, No one could understand, did she have a heart attack? We're talking about a death
2: here because remember the idea that someone put a live bullet in the gun was did, not even in reality did
1: you go up
3: to her or did you back i went away? up to her
2: and then we immediately were immediately told to get out <laughs> hey. of hey we were forced to get out of the building the medics came in i mean i stood over her for 60 seconds
3: and Wait she just lay there
2: kind of in shock was she conscious uh my recollection is yes all
1: right i question that i would like to know more about that 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 okay so it took the ambulance and everything uh, quite some time, uh, you know, 10, 50 minutes to get there. Who? What medics told you to rush you out of the church that you were shooting in, and you stood over. Hey, the hell's wrong with her? Is she having a seizure? No, idiot. They're both like He goes on to say, you know, the what's his face, the the, the director, that the, the bullet went through her, went through Haina Hutchins, into him and he's yelling and screaming and she's laying on the ground and he doesn't know what what happened did she faint no it was just a localized earthquake and she fell down Alec. and then he i do like his uh he i do he wants to go off on george clooney so bad so bad but he doesn't but he he does go off a little bit on him just to just a little bit, but he wants to be Alec Baldwin so bad. He wants to be himself so bad he can't stand it.
3: How do you respond to actors like George Clooney? You say that every time they were handed a gun, they checked it themselves.
2: Well, there were a lot of people who felt it necessary to contribute some comment to the situation, which really didn't help the situation at all. You have your if your protocol is you check the gun every time. Well, good for you good for you
1: but good for you thank pause that for a second that's exactly i believe that's a quote from chewing the fat i believe alec was listening to chewing the fat because so what good for you george you get to do that he even talks about ever since he never he this is the first time he's called them armorers because they were always the prop guy the prop person and he was taught how to i mean you heard him go ahead ahead. he handled weapons as much as any other actor in films Eh. With, with an average career. Again, well, shooting yeah, shooting or being true.
2: shot by someone. That's and a good point. In, in, in that time, I had a protocol, and it never let me down. Why right. did you
3: choose, in your 40 years, not to check the gun yourself?
2: What I was taught it by was someone t- years ago was, as I said, if I, if I took a gun, and I popped a clip out of a gun, or I manipulated the chamber of a gun, they, they would take the to gun with me and redo it. The proper person said, don't do that, when I was young, and they'd say, one thing you would need to understand is we don't want the actor to be the last line of defense against a catastrophic breach of safety with the gun. My job, they told me, man or woman, my job is to make sure the gun is safe and then I hand you the gun and I declare the gun safe. The crew's not relying on you to say that it's safe, they're relying on me to say that it's safe. When that person who was charged with that job handed me the weapon, I trusted them and, and I never had a problem.
3: And ever. this was from the beginning of your career? From,
2: from day oh. one. Yeah. What
3: is the actor's responsibility?
1: Ooh, yeah, no. Ooh, pause it for just a second. Uh, no, we, hey, ooh, no, no. Amorpha, baby, no. The actor has zero responsibility. Okay, zero. Maybe you're, you know, you're not clear, but I got nothing to do with this. Okay, go ahead. I guess that's a that's a tough question because the actor's responsibility
2: going this day forward is very different than it was the
1: day uh, before. There's that. no and doubt about now, that. Now I
2: can't. First of all, I can't imagine I'd ever do a movie that had a gun in it again. Uh. And um, I can't. When you say what is the actor's responsibility, the actor's responsibility is to do what the prop
1: armorer tells him to do. There you go. And now there's questions about whether the actual prop armorer was the one who gave him the weapon for this. Okay, there is questions about that as well. Doesn't Isn't this, do we not have the after question do we not have the is, this, is the, this one where he talks about not pulling the trigger you don't display this one this is what he talks about being questioned by the police hereafter but I, wanna, I want the recreation of his shooting go
2: ahead just as you disbelieved that there was a live round in the gun
1: you oh, disbelieved yeah, this that this
2: was going to be a fatal yeah,
3: okay. accident so you didn't know exactly how serious it was at the very
2: end of my interview with the sheriff's department they said to me we regret to tell you that she didn't make it she
1: died yeah, she she he, d- he didn't them know there. Holy that's when I went in the parking lot with my wife. That's where the, the money. Stop for a second. The money shots you see Alec on the phone. That's when. That was after he had just found out that she died. Those are. That's big money there. That's good money. Good thing. No, it wasn't Lauren Sanchez's brother. Go ahead.
2: And when this happened, her husband comes to town. Her husband Matthew. Oh, just amazing. Oh, that's got to be heartbreaking. Yeah. And their son. And he was as kind as you could be.
3: I mean... What can you possibly
1: say to him? Thank you, nothing. The, the,
2: the, the, I didn't know what to say. Yeah. He, he hugged me and he goes, "He goes, I, I suppose you and I are going to go through this together. He said...
1: And yeah, thought, well, <laughs> somebody's writing a big are, check. You know, it ain't going to be me, old. Alec. And I think
2: to myself, this little boy um, doesn't have a mother anymore. So sad. and um see this is where i want like, to believe but it's like i told him, him i said I, I i i don't know what to say i don't know how to convey to you how sorry i am and how
1: 40 50 I'm million. To Do anything i can to cooperate okay then he, i know we gotta wrap this up i'm sorry I, this is I'm just fascinated with this where is the explanation all right there's one more clip it better be in this clip Otherwise, I'm going to keep saying Alec Baldwin. I'll
3: add. Your emotions are so clearly so right there on the surface. You felt shock. You felt anger. You felt sadness. Oh, yeah, I did. Do you feel guilt?
1: No, oh, no. no. Let me stop you I feel right
2: there, Amor Vavallis. I feel that, okay. that, that uh, someone is responsible for what happened, and I can't say who that is, but I know it's not me.
1: Thank you.
3: Baldwin now awaiting the outcome of the sheriff's investigation. Hoping whatever it uncovers helps to ensure a tragedy like this never happens again.
1: I didn't pull the trigger.
2: What do we come out of this learning? What do we come out of the? What changes can be made? Because where you have a person. What? Who's running this joint? As I said, this is one in a billion. That someone puts a real bullet in the gun.
1: That's better. That
2: never happens. And the idea that a real not, bullet though. was in that gun and would come out of that gun and kill them, that, that was okay, not even in the realm of possibility. And that's the thing that they must find out is where, who right, brought bullets you know, onto the set.
1: That. Is that it? Did I miss it? Did you hear it? I'm, good. I'm throwing something right now. Okay, so he talks, he explains why he didn't pull the trigger we played the promo yesterday of him you know they edited it where he says i I didn't pull the trigger well he claims that they were going through shot processes and she was saying okay i want you to pull the gun out and point it this way and put it up higher so we get the shot so we practice you wanted the the right shot he talked about the scene setting of what was going on and hold it there you're going to pull it out and slide it across and hold it up And you're going to hold it this far, and then you know what we need. We want the we want to show you cocking the gun, and so he said he never had his finger on the trigger, and that he pulled the uh, he pulled the arm back, whatever it's called. Don't hammer. Yeah, I guess you're not an armorer, huh? Arm and hammer. All right, he pulled the arm and hammer back. All right, and that's why I wanted him to say it. He's the one covering his own ass, not me. And he said he didn't pull it all the way back to cock the gun. So then when she said, yeah, that's it. That's the perfect shot. He let go of it. And that's when it fired. Isn't that what guns do? Uh, When the arm and hammer (laughs) hits the hole. (laughs) That's what they do. Anyway, I just, it's just fascinating. This case is long from over. Uh, remember when we watched the the first press conference and it was just so dumb? And I felt like, why are you even having the press conference? Well, after that press conference and all of this, I mean, they had to, they backed up some. And now they're, I mean, they've issued warrants now to the other armorers who issued uh, weapons and, uh, you know, the bullets, the rounds, whatever you want to call it, the hammer, the arm, whatever you want to call it, okay? <laughs> I, I just, to be clear, and I know this is going to come as a surprise to you right now, all right, I am not an armorer. <laughs> I have fired weapons, you know, rifles and, and guns all my life. I really have, I, and I, I do respect them, but I am not an armorer, and so, you know, I can understand the frustration. <laughs> Of someone who would never point a gun at you, it's just—it's gonna be. I was gonna be a very interesting case if we find out that there was some sort of lovers triangle going on, not and not and not with Alec. I didn't say either. I know you've got your hand on the trigger, and, uh, and okay, Mister Armorer, in there. Uh, anytime Alec Baldwin gets uh, there, you go. That's a. I mean. That's a, a slippery trigger. Anyway, um it's gonna be fascinating to see what comes of this, because they are gonna dig now and they're gonna get everything. And you know, Alec believes that he's not guilty, he doesn't feel any guilt. I'm sorry. Someone is responsible, just not me. <laughs>